Writers often wrestle with a written word alone, but competitions can be a way to connect with a larger community. After all, stories can benefit others, and judges of writing contests want to celebrate success. Audrey Wick. You're listening to Writing Roots, brought to you by Aspen House Publishing. Welcome to Writing Roots, I'm Lee Holt. And I'm Lee Esses. By popular demand, this season we are devoting all of our episodes to writing contests. I'm going to be super frank here. I've never won a writing contest. I've barely even submitted to them. We will be doing a lot of research this month. I personally have not found writing contests to be helpful in my personal journey as an author. But some people, especially if you're writing more poetry, more literary fiction, more things to emotionally impact the world, writing contests can be a huge boon in your author career. And like our quote at the beginning said, contests are also a way to connect with the writing community as a whole. So it's not always about winning. It's not always about being able to say, hey, I'm an award-winning author. Sometimes it is simply about getting your stories out there. Start to let your name be known within the world of your stories. There are a lot of writing contests out there. There are a lot of book contests out there. There are a lot of things like cover design contests. There are a lot of literary adjacent kind of contests out there. Finding the right contest for you is incredibly important. So don't adapt your style because you want to win this particular contest. Find a contest that already includes your style. And a lot of that is because part of the purpose of a writing contest is if you win, you become decently well-known within that world. So if you are writing poetry or literary fiction, you don't want to apply to a fantasy writing contest because that's not what your style is going to consistently be. And the same goes vice versa. You need to put your effort into the writing style that matches well with you, that matches well with what you want to do, and that means finding the contests that match well with your style. And before you even start submitting, decide if you want to put the effort in at all. Writing this story is its own reward, and there is enough joy that comes from that. That should be your drive as an author. There is so much potential and high likelihood, if you don't win, for heartbreak in just submitting to these contests. So if you are very protective of your writing, if you find any criticism eats you up inside, maybe just continue writing those short stories for your writing club and build up a little more of your skill, your repertoire, before going down the writing contest road. Now, obviously, there is a benefit to writing contests. There is a benefit to applying for them. It's not always about the story being a reward on its own. Sometimes if you are especially looking to be traditionally published, this is part of the process. This is one of the steps that is helpful in getting recognized and getting known. A lot of presses will have their own magazines attached or they will run their own contests. 
look into those to see if maybe winning an award there or even just submitting your work there is going to benefit you at all. That might be the best resource that you need to go after rather than any other place or any other contest. Because when you're looking into contests, keep your end goal in mind with your writing career. Another thing to keep in mind as you're looking at contests and reflecting on how this affects you are those deadlines. Deadlines can be helpful in encouraging people to write, but if the deadline for the contest is too soon, it's very easy to submit less than stellar work and you'll get known for this less than stellar work because you're pushing the boundary too much. If it's too far away, then you may lose the steam or enthusiasm that you need to participate by the time it comes around. So understand yourself, understand how you work with deadlines and timeliness, and tailor your capabilities, tailor the contests you submit to to that. And understand, if it is too close, they will probably have another one next year, so mark it on your calendar to look out for it a little sooner. I personally feel like a month away is a good amount of time just for me. If I'm submitting to an anthology or doing any of these other short story sharing things, then a month tends to be just about right because that gives me time to edit, gives me time to polish, gives me time to get feedback from my beta readers if necessary or my writing club, but it's not so far away that I procrastinate. I need a little bit more time because writing is not quite as easy for me. So I need, if I'm doing a contest, I need a couple of months because I just don't always prioritize it, which is a me problem. And this is going to sound like a no-brainer, but we're going to end up saying this a lot this month. Read the submission guidelines for the contest. (laughs) If the contest is like, hey, we're offering a $1,000 reward to the winner of this contest, and that's it. That's all you read, and you submit your cosmic horror short story. And it turns out they're looking for something that redefines what love means. You'll surprise the judges. You'll stand out, but not in a good way. (laughs) You also need to know what you are submitting to this contest. Is it a contest for a full novel or flash fiction? Is it poetry or essay? Whatever it is, you need to understand what it is and what you are planning to submit to it. The kinds of contests that are out there are more than just the short story contest, which is something that I should have recognized and really didn't when I first started dipping my toe into this world. But there's a contest for the best audiobook narration in such and such a genre. There's cover design. These are often associated with conventions where all of these sponsoring presses for the convention will submit books that they've published in the last year And they'll go, of the submissions, this is the best cover design of the year. This is the best debut author of the year. These kinds of other contests that you can submit to. Of course, there is a short story contest. This is the one that I feel most aligns with what you, our listeners, are looking for when you're coming to this season. So that's the majority of what we're going to cover this month. I think in general, it's also one of the more popular overall contests because it's an opportunity to get an idea of somebody's writing if it's being held by something like a publishing company looking for potential new future authors. But it's not a full-blown novel that is going to take a lot of time to look at and review for a contest. 
There are also a couple of broader categories that you're going to find these contests falling into. There's a huge amount of these contests that are held to promote a certain voice or a certain ideal. So the LGBT romance community will have their own contest. Teenage essay writers and how they plan on changing the world. That's going to be its own contest. They will also often be held and divided by literary magazines or journals. You'll have something like Fan Fiction Review or Rogue Women Writers. These groups that publish stories will hold contests to find new potential authors to help contribute to their magazine or journal. And then you will find a lot of these contests are named after someone who has written a bunch and is probably dead. It's fairly common for very popular and wealthy authors to have a trust set up that pays out scholarships or money to promote writing in their style, to help encourage other authors to continue in their footsteps. So I would say at least half of the contests that come to mind right now are named after somebody I've never heard of before. Another thing you'll need to consider when you are looking into contests and submitting is the money. Some contests are free to enter, but more often than not, the prize is barely a title in a publication in whatever magazine is publishing or sponsoring the contest if there's no entry fee. The entry fee is usually there to help cover the costs of the judges that are spending their time looking through all of the story submissions, as well as contributing to that final payout to the winner. It's very easy to scroll through the list of potential contests and go, this one has a large amount of money attached to it. This is the one I want to submit to. That means there's probably a fee to enter. And it's also going to have a huge amount of competition involved. If there's a large prize money and no fee to enter, that starts raising some red flags for me as far as is this a scam? Because it's unfortunately fairly common for companies to collect author names and information under the guise of a contest in order to spam you or sell your information. So free is nice. But if the reward is too high and like weirdly high for the amount that you're being asked to also contribute, do some deeper dives before submitting to it. And if you have a publisher, oftentimes the publisher will front the costs for entry into contests like cover design and audiobook because they, as the publisher, have skin in the game and want some sort of benefit and recognition for your story. That is something that can help if you are taking the traditional publishing route. Throughout this month, we are going to be talking about things like where to look for contests, how to write for contests, the do's and don'ts. We'll go into all the details. Just keep in mind when you are looking for the kinds of contests that are out there, look for the ones that match your style. And only submit to the ones that feed you and your style. The ones that will appreciate it when you write selfishly. 
If you have a question or comment for our hosts or a topic you'd like us to cover, send us an email at writingroots at aspenhousepublishing.com or find us on Facebook by searching for Aspen House Publishing. <laughs>